From Pembroke Dock to Pancheston. For Pembrokeshire. From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio News. I'm Charlie James and here's the latest for Pembrokeshire. 57 new cases of the coronavirus have been recorded in the Heweldar Health Board area, according to yesterday's figures. Public Health Wales data showed there were 15 new cases in Pembrokeshire, 36 in Carmarthenshire and 6 in Ceredigion. The total number of cases in Wales is now 246,205. A man from Milford Haven has pleaded guilty to being drunk and disorderly in a public place. 37-year-old David Cooper in Milford Haven pleaded guilty to the charge at Haverford West Court on August 3rd. The court heard that on July 2nd, Cooper was behaving in a disorderly fashion whilst drunk on the town's Gelliswick Road. He was fined £80 and made to pay court charges amounting to £119. Pembrokeshire Coast National Park Authority are issuing reminders to the general public to respect archaeological monuments and their surrounding communities and leave no trace of their visit. Over recent months, an increase in visitors to sites has led to access issues and evidence of damage. Since the increase in tourism, the footfall in these areas has increased, along with reports of careless behaviour creating problems for local communities and the sites themselves. Some of the issues faced so far include fires being lit, stones being damaged or removed, gates left open on working farmland and inconsiderate parking on narrow verges and in front of farm gates. Community archaeologist Thomas L. Jones said whilst it's great to see that people want to explore our past, we must be mindful that these monuments which have been in place for thousands of years are of national and international importance and cannot be replaced. Well, a very good evening and welcome to the second half on Pure West Sport. I'm Ben Stone. Bill Kahn and Gordon Thomas are with me and there is much to discuss tonight. And first up, what a great first hour. Interviews covering uh, local cricket, tennis and reaction to Haverford West County's win against Goitra on Saturday. Great work, chaps. As we prove once again, this is the place for local sport in Pembrokeshire and we are continuing the debate in this hour and you can get involved as well because there's plenty to talk about Uh, we will look back on the Lions tour to South Africa you've got to earn the right to win in the world champions backyard did the Lions do enough over the series we want your Olympic memories as well what an end to the games it was yesterday with Lauren Price grabbing a gold but what was your favorite moment from the last two weeks in Tokyo those moments that will endure the test of time give us your thoughts on the Olympics we've got some great guests joining us as well uh, the Secretary of State for Wales Simon Hart MP is going to join us to talk about his love of local sport in Pembrokeshire and we've got Nayland's Sean Hannon joining us as well to reflect on their amazing run to the semi-final of the National Village Cup that unfortunately ended yesterday but there's no doubt that Nayland have done Pembrokeshire proud over the last few weeks so let's get straight into it we're live on Facebook hashtag Pure West Sport to join us Bill Khan, evening to you how are you? I'm fine thank you the errant wanderer has just come in on time 
Nice to see Fraser here. I got something to take issue with him and Mr. Thomas from last week. I'd be afraid to miss. I'd be afraid to miss his show now, like I did last week, because both of them, Gordon Thomas, was saying I didn't like uh, 2020 cricket and things. And Fraser Watson says, "Yeah, we should never have two high jumpers tying." Yet he says the boxing is great, and every time you play there, it's four boxers, two two runners up medals. No, yeah, I, I, I don't miss again. I don't. I don't disagree with you on that aspect either, Bill. I, I think the semi-finalists should be for a bronze it last week. No, no. <laughs> so come on to put you both right today. But as to those high jumpers, flipping it, I I would have taken both medals off from Bill. Double standards, phrase. You wouldn't have taken the boxing bronze off some more English people. I'd, I'd have made them fight for it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but it's nice to be back in answer to your question, Ben. And we've got some lovely issues. And I can tell you, those interviews tonight were fantastic. Well done, everybody. OK. Bill, you're going to have to carry the show now. Yeah. Uh, ben ben has know, left I, us I, once again in the lurch, uh, mate. But, uh, you can, well, hey, ben, he's ben, a pot geezer from Cheltenham. What do you expect? Let me ben, he hasn't paid his else. broadband fees again, mate. No, That's the problem. Everybody no. else knows our special people here tonight, and they are special people. Gordon Thomas, who I've been friendly with for 40 years, good friends for 40 years. We run Pembrokeshire Sport as well. It's brilliant, God. Nice to have you on the show. You've had a busy week, but well done for all you do. And uh, you're looking forward to tonight. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's been a, a great weekend, Bill. You were with me at Half West County watching uh, the Bluebirds win 3-0 mm. against Goitre United. Uh, we were also uh, at the cricket as well. You were there on Sunday, Bill, when Nayland uh, unfortunately didn't play to their potential and lost against Albany and missed out on a trip to Lords. How did that, how did that go on the day there, Bill? I couldn't argue with the result. Go the better side one, but my heart bled for Nayland and their support their upbringing, having gone through taekwondo, kickboxing, played over 50 times in football for Wales. And and she came into these Olympic Games very much as the favourite, the number one in the world, and under huge pressure. And the way that story played out, it it, it really was a drawn-out event here, because I think there was some four or five days between her quarter-final and semi-final, and the tension was just building up all the time and all the time. And then she came through a semi-final on a split decision, tremendous yeah. fact, and then the final as well. And Sometimes it's nice to see, and it, it took me back actually to Kathy Freeman in Sydney, where sometimes people go in with so much expectation and so much pressure into an Olympics on the highest stage of them all, where it's so easy to falter and to see someone, especially someone from Estrad Manach, as Lauren plays it, go in and, and live up to that billing and live up to that expectation and come back with gold and to see what it meant to her was great as well. And, and another one, Ben, wasn't quite so euphoric for Team GB, but which I thought was tremendous bravery was Kelly Southern in, in the heptathlon. And to come back from what she did just to be on the start line, you know, everything she went through with, with her Achilles problems as well. And then, and then to blow up, obviously, in that, I think it was in the 800-metre race, if I'm correct, or sorry, one of the track events, uh, 200 metres actually and then just have the guts to keep going she could easily have, have been taken out by then she could easily have gone off with the medics she had the guts to get up keep going and go to the finish line and I thought I thought that was quite a heartening moment as well you know in adversity she showed true guts and it, it was sad to see but it was it was something that lived me for a long time and I thought fair play to yeah I, I can I just say Bill I, I, I agree with you on that Jason Kenny moment as well 
and watching him when he took that when he took that decision that he was going to lead and he just went for it that has got to be if you talk about decisions made in a sporting environment mm-hmm. the bravest and then just to pull it off was just incredible wasn't it I, I i think you've all summed up some great olympic moments there and and right. listen we'll, we'll have some more of those go on bill no i was gonna say you could pick everyone's pick people oh, like uh, we could we could pick all 60 winners from our country and some of the people from other countries my low moment was the idiot reporter who interviewed uh, lauren and must have decided oh it's time i made a cry now and says what would your grandfather who died in co- in the COVID pandemic? What would your grandfather be thinking now? Mm. What's your message for him? What a stupid question! And it was nice to see. I don't know who just came in at the back with you. So will you say hello to him? <laughs> yeah, oh, well, I'm, I am doing the show in a different place today, so I will be having a word a- after that. But listen, we will take a moment because Simon Hart's coming on next, uh, so we'll oh, ask great. him for his favourite Olympic moment as well. And keep those coming because uh, we'll read out more of them before the end of the show. Uh, and we want to know what you make of Warren Gatland uh, and the Lions. What do you think of uh, what they did? Could Warren Gatland be the man to lead them again? I don't think our panel thinks so. Uh, nod, nods, shake of the head. What, what, what do we think, guys? Is, is, is he, no, has I he think gone? It's, it's a relationship that's run its course now. It's time to let someone take over, I think. Yeah. He's, not involved, he's, he's not involved in, local, in you know, British rugby anymore. So he's going to have a, you know, a different view. He's been brilliant. Time for a change now. Very briefly, Gord, do you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. Same as the other lads. Uh, It's 10 years over. Okay, so we'll get some messages on that and let us know who should take over if we do say goodbye to Gatlin for now. We'll take a moment. Simon Hart coming up next on Pure West Sport. The power of radio. Bad weather. At the racetrack. In the shower. Oh, sorry. All things that never actually happened. While listening, you pictured them all, didn't you? You see, radio uses the theatre of the mind. It has a one-to-one connection with every person listening. So, if you want to get your business message across, then there is really no more intimate, creative or cost-effective way than using radio. So to find out more about advertising on Pure West Radio, email studio at purewestradio.com. And we won't send our fire-breathing, water-boiling, toaster-popping crowd over to see you. Yeah, and once again, that's not real. Radio advertising. Try it today. Wherever you're driving to this summer... How long do we get there? You need the perfect in-car soundtrack. Are we there yet? So take all your favourite digital radio stations and podcasts with you on the road and don't miss a thing this summer. It's easy to connect your smartphone to your car stereo via Bluetooth or aux in to listen on your favourite station app or radio app. Find out more at getdigitalradio.com. <laughs> Love Radio. Go digital. <laughs> Loch Myler Farm Ice Cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the Riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Farm Ice Cream. This is Pure West Radio. <sighs> 
I guess you moved on really easily You found a new girl and it only took a couple weeks Remember when you said that you wanted to give me the world And good for you, I guess that you've been working on yourself I guess the therapist I found for you, she really helped Now you can be a better man for your brand new girl We were all hobbling around like a bunch of bold men, um, <laughs> which we now are. Um, but it was very entertaining, and we discreetly and tactfully allowed uh, the Criselli uh, main team to win uh, by 20 rounds or something like that. But it was good fun. It was good fun to see a lot of people I hadn't seen for a very long time. Uh, so, um, uh, talking, yeah, talking Criselli, Simon, let's go back uh, into the past and in your glory days at Criselli. What was, <laughs> what was your highlight? And also, what was your highlight as an umpire when Bill Kahn was playing? Oh, well, <laughs> um, the, the highlight, I mean, I... I was talking to Spam, as he's known, Philip James, to yeah, everybody know uh, yesterday, who said he played in something like nine or 12 Harrison Allen finals and had, I think he said, five winners' medals and four losers' Well, I only played in two um, and both losers' medals. Um, once against Langham, and I can't remember who the other one is. Some statistician will uh, will, will, will will know. And I, I remember like, Tim Hagger was playing yesterday, and there's a long time, and it didn't happen yesterday, by the way, where there was a, you know... Um, um, court hard bold hagger moment um, but the one we did the one we did remember was in the final uh Criselli round it was all they could watch it was all they could follow in terms of the local team so that yeah. may even have helped invertedly in that respect yeah no, no doubt about it we should also say uh well done to Haken's footballers and the FAW yeah. trophy they won at Kamaman good win Kamaman in yeah. Garden Village next up, so another tough trip for them. But it's a, it's a good good preseason for Ethan Elson, though, when they come to the yeah. uh, report Match report already on PembrokeShiresport.co.uk. Excellent stuff. Fraser, did you have your head in your hands, Swansea lost at Blackburn on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, it's a very big ass for Russell Martin to come in in that short notice, wasn't it? And, and, and the side did try and play very differently, but it was a calamitous first half. So for 45 minutes, I certainly did. A lot of improvements in the second half, though. So we'll see how that goes from Pemperton's point of view. Good to see Liam Cullen start, though. He may benefit from from the outgoings in recent times, and he went close to yeah. a goal as well. But yeah, it's going to be an uncertain few weeks at Swansea. So <laughs> a bit of adjustment to make. And unfortunately, chaps, we're running out of time and I've not had the chance to ask Bill what he makes of England's top three, that batting against India in the last test, apart from Joe Roos at four. I have to say, sadly, in 60 years of watching test cricket, this, these three are the worst trio.